Welcome everyone to the first episode of the Painted Area NBA podcast. I'm joined here with my co-host Garland Reading. We're both writers for tiebreakersports.net and you can find us on Instagram at the Painted Area and on Twitter just at Painted Area. Today is April 10th, 2021. Uh, We'll be covering recent news and notes, our playoff picture predictions, and our predictions for mid-season awards. Let's get into it. All right, guys, getting into the news and notes, we're starting off with Drew Holiday and his massive contract extension, which was four years, 140 mil, which comes out to $35 million a year for Drew Holiday and the Bucks. I personally believe this is a little bit too much for a player like Drew Holiday. Um, $35 million a year. They just signed Giannis to a max extension, I believe, mm-hmm. a year ago. Um, I think they're getting ready for that core base of Middleton, Giannis, and Drew Holiday. I, I do like the trade, though, that they did for yeah. Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe, that experiment, experiment didn't really work. Right. You know, they they gave up a lot for Drew Holiday, so, you know, to let him go in free agency would, would kind of be a waste. But, mm-hmm. I mean, 35 a year for Drew Holiday is just a lot of money. But, he, I mean, he, he does fit in with the Bucks system really well, being a nice 3 and D guy. I mean... You look at you look at their defensive core. You've got Drew Holiday, one of the best defensive guards in the league, very underrated. Chris Middleton, very good on-ball defender, um, knockdown shooter, and Giannis, who just won Defensive Player of the Year. So I mean, they had to keep Drew Holiday. I just I just think I mean thirty-five a year. There there are a lot of guys better than Drew Holiday making a lot less than thirty-five million a year. But um, you know, if this is the way the NBA is going. And they think Drew Holiday is the piece they need to be successful in the playoffs, which he, he probably is. I mean, they have had no playoff success before having Drew Holiday, so um, we'll see how it works this year. But it was a uh, it was a pretty massive extension, um, and I, just, I I don't think he's worth it. But I think there's I think he should have gotten paid a little bit less, especially there's a lot of players. I feel like the Bucks need a little bit more um, depth, just a tad. Mm-hmm. They did sign uh, PJ Tucker. I mean, excuse me, traded Trade, for him. Yeah, they traded for PJ um, Tucker, which is a really good role player. He doesn't have to play center this year, which is great. Yeah, <laughs> Mike um, D'Antoni. I think, but I do believe they could have used a little bit of the money from Drew Holiday if he was uh, offered, or they gave him a shorter extension or less money um, to. Right. Potentially get into some better role players. Right. You also have to think Drew Holiday is thirty years old. I mean, he's at the tail end of his prime, and he's getting the biggest contract of his life. And he's he's not going to get any better. Mm-hmm. He's going to be making thirty five million a year when he's thirty four years old. Like thirty four, he could still be a really solid player at thirty four. But he's not going to be what he is now. Even though you know he could still be a very solid defensive piece. I just think this could be one of those contracts in two or three years when you're just like, oh my God, why is this guy making $35 million? We can't trade him. It's going to be that Al Horford-type contract where to trade him, you, need to, give, you need to give up a pick. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be... I I think it like the Bucks are a much better team with Drew Holiday, but this could definitely sting down the road. But look, if Drew Holiday is what it takes for Giannis to stay with the Bucks long-term... Then I, mean, I definitely agree with that. I feel like I like the Bucks like win now mentality. Right. Um, especially picking up I mean, PJ Tucker was a really good pickup, especially solid, with the, solid pickup. The the Nets and their 
insane we'll, buyout. We'll get into the buyout market just in a little bit here. Yeah. Um, but right now, I I like the core. Um, not that special about the the role players or the depth. Um, I mean, there's Divincenzo. He's been playing. Yeah, Divincenzo decently. Been, he's, he's, he's been playing solid. pretty good. Solid. He fits. Um, he fits into their system well. I have the Bucks right now as the third seed. Um, I do as well. Coming out of the East, I don't think that they'll catch up to the Nets or the Sixers, especially with uh, players coming back from injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they made it to the to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. They're sneaky. I, absolutely. I mean, you know, Giannis he won back to back MVPs, so for him to win it a, a third year in a row is pretty much impossible, just because of that fact. But if he didn't win back-to-back MVPs, he would definitely be at the top, or, or you know, breaking into the to the two big men for for the MVP award. I mean, he just he is balling out. But he's a little bit underrated um, this year. He is. He is. I mean, you know, he did win back-to-back. You know, you can't mm-hmm. really give it to a guy three times in a row. But Giannis, Giannis is it. He he is it. Don't ever forget that. All right. So now we can move into the buyout market, which. I'm not a fan of. Yeah, I am not very a fan interesting. Of the market. Very interesting this year. The uh, the Nets picked up Blake literally Griffin. everyone like, yeah, except Blake, Drummond, Blake Griffin, and Lamarcus Aldridge, and the Lakers picked up Andre Drummond. So, so I mean, I'm not a fan of the yeah. buyout market. It, I don't think it gives teams that are lower seeded that much room to right to prosper, um, especially veterans. I mean, Blake Griffin, he's not like the Blake Griffin in the Lob City era, but and LaMarcus Aldridge is not his mm-hmm. uh, Portland Trailblazer self, but they're still really good role players. Uh, oh, yeah. Especially with that veteran mentality and teaching younger players such as uh, Nicholas Claxton, who's been Claxton. balling out. Claxton is playing great ball right now. I mean, yeah, like, you got to think. When the Nets traded for James Harden, they gave up a lot of their size, and that was really the biggest concern for them. And I still think it's a concern, but even with Lamarcus and Lamarcus's and Blake's age, um, they're still very good role players, and they bring size, and they could probably be the difference in a couple of playoff games. So it's it's just you know it really just is terrible for the for the teams like you know down at the bottom like the hawks the knicks you know the pacers what are they supposed to do you know they could still win i don't, I don't blame but, them though yeah i mean i would so, go to a, a team with harden Kyrie, yeah. and duran on it in new york city i mean everyone exactly. wants to go to new york city so you know and you know there's rumors jj reddick wants to be near his family in brooklyn um so it's 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 just it's just scary to see all of that, but they got it, so we have to, or all the other NBA teams have to figure out a way to deal with it, but I don't think it makes them unbeatable. Blake and LaMarcus are not elite. They're just good role players that can mm-hmm. maybe start a few games. I don't think it makes them unbeatable. It fills a need for them, but they are not going to become a really good defensive team because of this, and that is their biggest weakness. I do like Andre Drummond's decision to Oof. go with the Lakers. If he went that to the Nets, huge. I would have been... Yeah, if he went to the Nets, that would have been game over. Oof. But, um, I mean, it's Oof. basically the buyouts. One reason I don't really like it is it's just 
basically free agency in the middle of the, the it's, season. It's free agency in the middle of the season though without get, having to give up big money. Exactly. Though you get the player gets uh, uh, like a minimum veteran contract, they still mm. get the money from the buyout. Right. They get the money from the buyout, so they're really not their their salary for that year really doesn't change that much, and they just get to go to whatever team they want. It's it's really just not not fair. They signed a contract. I mean, I guess it's. It, you know, they agree to the buyout, the team agrees to the buyout, um, and it helps both the player and the team, but then they just get to go to whatever the team they want for free, basically, and Hopefully they end championship. up... Yeah, and they end up making the same amount of money that they do. But Andre Drummond to the Lakers, I think, has potential to be the biggest, you know, impact buyout in NBA history. I think it's way more than LaMarcus and Blake, mm-hmm. because Andre Drummond, he's in his prime. This guy is... What is he, like 27? Yeah, he's like 27. And he is a really good defender. He's gonna aver- he can a- He's capable of averaging like 15 and 15. He can score inside. He can. He, he's one of, if not the best rebounders in the NBA. And he's been that his entire career. And he just adds so much size to that team. I mean, think about the size of that team. You've got Anthony Davis and Andre Drummond and LeBron James. Why aren't you Those- back yet? You weren't even back. If they can be healthy, that's the caveat. They have to be healthy. But mm. those three guys will be on the floor at the same time. And Montrez coming off the bench. Montrez, Kyle Kuzma coming off the bench. It's just a bunch of big dude. guys that can move, that can score inside. Anthony Davis can shoot a little bit. I mean, it's just it's going to be dangerous. They can make a lot of cool lineups. Montrez Harrell, you know, he's, he's former six man of the year, and he's. He's really not even going to have to play that much. He's going to play like 20, 25 minutes. This, and that's really what is what he flourishes in. This reminds me of kind of like the 2016 Cavs team as Anthony Davis is, you know, who can score, such as right. like Kevin Love, you know, LeBron's mm-hmm, LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Andre Drummond doesn't really need to shine. Well, I mean, he has LeBron right. James and Anthony Davis on his team, but he's a, just like a really good role player, like Tristan Thompson on that team. Yeah, he's a, he got rebounds, scored. Who defended? Um, like before, LeBron and AD got injured. I mean, I, I think they're still above there. They definitely decreased in ranking, but they were top two defensive team in the NBA. Yeah. Like, imagine when they come back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our next segment is going to be our playoff picture predictions. So we'll get into how we think the Lakers match up to everyone else. But um, Andre Drummond makes them a scary, scary team. All right, let's get on with it. Uh, so this year, the NBA is trying something new with a play-in tournament. Uh, we saw a little bit about this kind of mm-hmm. last year. Got the idea right. of, what was it, the Trailblazers-Grizzlies game? Mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. I went to go, Trailblazers won, went to the eighth seed to play the Lakers, who eventually won a championship. Right. Um, but this year, they are actually calling it a play-in tournament, uh, which is basically the ninth, plays the tenth seed, the winner of that. Uh, plays the loser of the 7th and 8th seed, and the winner of the 7th and 8th seed get the 7th seed. It's a little right. bit confusing. It's a little bit confusing. It's a great format, though. You know, double elimination for the 7th or 8th seed. Um, so there's no real... You can't really say, oh, I deserve to be in, I only lost, whatever. So the 9 and 10, if they win, they deserve to be in there. And if you're a 7th and 8th seed, you win once, you're in. The winner of the 9 and 10 play the loser of the 7th and 8th, and whoever wins that gets the 7th seed. Pardon me, the 8th seed. 8th seed, yep. Um, I like it. I feel like it's going to bring a lot of entertaining games in. Um, A little playoff, basically a little playoff bracket. Mm -hmm. Um, 
we have right in front of us are predictions for the standings of the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. Um, do you want to say yours first? Sure. So for the Eastern Conference at one, I've got the Sixers. I don't have the Nets. I like I, I like Philly. I think with Joel Embiid healthy, I just think they're really good defensively. They're going to still be very dominant as they always have. And they just got George Hill. So pretty pretty solid addition for their bench. I think they got better. They're healthy. And they're still going to be good. Two, I've got the Brooklyn Nets as much as I am rooting against the Brooklyn Nets because <laughs> they they cheated in the buyout market. Um, they're I think they're going to get the number two seed. They're winning right now, and not everyone is healthy, so when they get everyone healthy, I think they'll be really good, even though I think they'll run into some tough teams and lose because they have no defense whatsoever. Not every team is going to be a good team, so they'll get the two seed. At three, I've got Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee, Giannis, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. We talked about this earlier. Great defensive team. Dominant. Great coaching. Four, I've got Miami. You know, Victor Oladipo was just a great addition to the squad. Um, and I think they're on the up and up with Jimmy Butler. He's playing really good basketball. And I just think they're going to keep going. Five, I've got the Celtics. Celtics, they're solid. They got Evan Fournier. They're solid, you know. I don't think they're... They're anything crazy. I'm a Wizards fan. I don't really like the Celtics. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like the Celtics. But I think look at the five seed. Six, I've got the Pacers. Karis Laverde's playing well. You know, very good blended team. Um, very balanced. Miles Turner, shot-blocking beast. Seven, I've got uh, the Atlanta Hawks. You know, they didn't trade John Collins, which means they, they're probably going for something this year. They're not going to re-sign him, but... They've got him for the rest of the year. They're probably going for some. Eight, I've got the Knicks. Tom Thibodeau, candidate for coach of the year. You know, Knicks are Knicks are playing really good basketball. Um, great defense. Julius Randle, he's balling out. Nine, I've got Chicago. I I think that Vucevic trade is, once that team is blending really well, I think it's Vucevic is really good, one of the best big men in the league. They've got Laurie Markinen off the bench now. Thaddeus Young is playing really well. He's blending with Vucevic. Um, and then 10, I've got the Hornets. I don't think the Hornets are that good anymore without LaMelo. I think they're solid, but I don't think they're, you know, I what are they, the five seed right now? Uh, I think they're the fourth seed. They're the four seed? Yeah. Yeah, they're not, the four, they're not as good as the four seed, but they have enough wins to keep them in the playoff picture. Mm. And then for my winners of the play-in tournament, I've got the seven-seeded Hawks and the nine-seeded Bulls. Colin, what do you got? Uh, I, as a Sixers fan, I mean, I have the Nets one, mm-hmm. um, just because they have Durant, Harden, Kyrie, yeah. two great role veteran players, and Lamarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin. Again, and they have shooters like Joe Harris, Landry Shamit, yeah. off the bench. Uh, Joe Harris, man, he's he's just lights out. I, it, it, sorry to butt in here, but when the Wizards we played the Nets, man, that guy Joe Harris. He's a bucket. He doesn't miss. He just doesn't miss. Nicholas Claxton, too, a great young player. He didn't get much time at the early mm-hmm. of the season or last year when he was drafted. Um, he's Lots been shining. Next, I have my Philadelphia 76ers. Um, personally, I think they're really inconsistent. We just lost to the Pelicans uh, mm-hmm. yesterday. Um, just forced turnovers and stuff like that. Um, 
and Curry, Seth Curry. Um, Seth Curry. Yeah, <laughs> Seth Curry. Um, I mean, we're not going to win games if he drops zero points. Yeah. That's just not possible. Um, third, I, I also have Milwaukee. Uh, they, they're kind of a sneaky team, uh, I believe. We said this earlier. How uh, Giannis is just one defensive player of the year. And MVP. Yeah. Um, they are very sneaky. They are the third spot. They're, I believe they're three or four games out of well, the first seed. Um, yeah, right. But I think they'll Tight bring race. the Heat. Uh, speaking of the Heat, I have them fourth. Uh, Jimmy Butler injured at the beginning of the year. Didn't see much action from him. The Heat tried to kind of cope with that. Um, recent addition, like you said, Victor Oladipo who got a little bit of banged up uh, last game, out at least four games, I believe. Hmm. Um, great addition, though. They yeah. absolutely stole them. Oh, stole my them God. From the, the Houston I mean, Rockets. I, I put out an article on, on tiebreakersports.net, uh, you know, with, like, one trade that every NBA team should make, and I had the Heat trading for Oladipo, except I had him giving up a few more picks. I had him giving up like a, a couple of second I was round picks. They might have to give up like Tyler a, Hero or yeah, something. Yeah, like at I, least I I had him giving up like you know it might have been a first round pick. It might have been two seconds. I don't remember. But like he's Victor Oladipo. It doesn't matter if it's a half year rental. He's what Victor are the Rockets Oladipo. doing? The Rockets, man, they traded James Harden for picks. They're for a wannabe Thunder team, dude. Yeah, they're a wannabe Thunder team. Yeah, and I mean Oladipo's out, but they've got the depth to handle that. Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn. Like Kendrick Nunn, presses a chew off the bench. Yeah, and Kendrick Nunn, you know, he was getting DNPs, coaches' decisions for uh, when Oladipo was playing. Like, mm-hmm. and he is a solid player. He's he is a, a very, very solid player. Remember that. I mean, he was injured at the beginning of the year a little bit, but mm-hmm. last year um, when Zion was injured, he was second in line for Rookie of the Year. Oh yeah, I mean, he he is he is good, and that just shows you the depth of the Heat. I mean, that you know they have a lot of depth. Yeah. They have a lot of depth at guard, a lot of depth. Fifth, I have the Indiana Pacers. Um, mm-hmm. I believe they're they're still in the playoff picture. They're a little yeah. bit lower. Um, again, with Karis LeVert coming back from, uh, thankfully, nothing that yeah. serious. Yeah, that's that was great to hear. Um, so bonus, hear. he got snubbed of an All Star at the beginning, but he's in. He's an All Star now. Yeah, uh, playing Son terrific. Um, Malcolm Brogdon, in my eyes, a little bit underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, Former Rookie of the Year. Former Rookie of the Year. Great. They're a really balanced team. Imagine next year with TJ Warren. Oh. Um, hopefully it's Bubble Warren. Hopefully. <laughs> it sucked that he was injured. Yes. That team, if, if they had gotten Karis LeVert and TJ Warren back healthy, they... And Miles Turner. Man. He's in the run for DPOY. I mean, Miles Turner. I, I, I play fantasy basketball. I had Miles Turner in fantasy. I trade him, but I had him for a little bit. I know we're not a fantasy podcast, but four blocks a game... Crazy. It's it's insane. I mean, so many points right there. Four blocks a game. Crazy. Sixth, I have the Atlanta Hawks. Um, really young team. Like you said before, young they did not trade John Collins. Right. Still have Trey Young. Clint Capella, personally, he's been a top five center in the league. I mean, he is he is balling out. He's he's putting up double doubles. Like I believe the, the other day he had I don't know fifteen rebounds easily. Yeah. It's not even difficult for him. Um, coming off of, he was with the Rockets before, I believe. Um, he's a little bit of a better, I guess, position in Atlanta, right. uh, just because, I mean, just better team uh, than the Houston Rockets. Yeah. 
Um, next, I have the Knicks. Again, another great young team in the East. Julius Randle having a terrific season uh, leading the New York Knicks team. And R.J. Barrett, you know, he was he was kind yeah. of out of the spotlight last year because of Zion and Ja, but again, he's he's been balling out. He's, he's, he's putting up points for sure. Manuel quickly over there too. Again, uh, great young team. Next... Of the Celtics, me and you are not fans. We are not fans of the Celtics. You've got them all the way down to eight, which yeah. which There's I a little really bias in there, which I really respect. Yeah. I really I really respect it. Last year, my Sixers got absolutely destroyed in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm not gonna say we didn't have Ben Simmons, but you know, this year we're a different team, and I hope the Celtics just get kicked out of the first round yeah. personally. Um, as the ninth seed, I have the Bulls. Recently, there's big trades, big uh, trades Fusevich. like I talked about. Yeah. Um, no, they're they're really they're they're a decently young team. Yeah, Kobe White's playing well. Zach Levine just dropped thirty nine in the first half. He dropped thirty nine and a half. Thirty nine wow. in the see first that. half. Wow. Dropped fifty in the game last night, uh, wow. April ninth. He's been crazy. Zach Levine has been having a outstanding year. Also, Laurie Markkinen. Underrated in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Still a great young perimeter shooter. Big perimeter shooter. Big guy. Um, Vucevic. I mean, it's Vucevic, man. Vuce is Vuce. Uh, lastly, I have the Hornets. Same reasons. They had, they don't have LaMelo. And I just think they're too young of a team. Even if they make it into the playoffs, I think they're not going to yeah. get out of the first round just because of that young. I mean, they're going Hayward. Right. Has some experience, but you know, still young. Who are you taking in the, uh, in the play-in games? I four. have, what is it? The Bulls played, or the ninth place tenth. Mm-hmm. I have the Bulls winning that. Uh, seventh versus eighth. I I have the Knicks. You have the Knicks. I, Knicks getting into the seventh yes, seed. I think that the Knicks Let's will play get go. into the seventh seed. I mean, this is kind of biased because I just hate the Celtics. Yeah, but I think the Knicks are they're. I mean, Emmanuel quickly. Yeah. Personally, steal of the draft. Oh my god, yeah. Um, I mean, we didn't know it was a steal at the beginning, but he's been really good. Um, yeah. He's been in top three in uh, Rookie of the Year some weeks. You know, sometimes yeah. he'll yeah. die down. But him, him and Deshaun Tate over in Deshaun Houston. Tate, Deshaun yeah. Tate. He he deserve. We'll do our Rookie of the Year predictions. You know, in the next segment. But uh, Deshaun Tate, he, he he won't win it, but he deserves a shout. I'm looking at your list now for the West. Um, I mean, you, you can you can speak for yourself. But. All right, all right. What what you got you you got some issues with my with my no, list? No, I just, just, just right. go on go on. All right, all right. All right. All right. All right. all right, all right. At one, I, I still have the Jazz. All mm-hmm. right, I think well, probably the best coach team in the NBA. They really didn't change that much from last year, and they are the best team in the NBA currently, record wise. Um, so well balanced, Donovan Mitchell. I mean, he he's he's so underrated. I I think he should be at least on the Kia MVP ladder. I think that's ridiculous. He is playing so well. Gobert is playing really well. Great bench. Jordan Clarkson will probably win six men a year. The Jazz are just so good. They're they're so just balanced. playing so balanced, so I don't well think they coached. Changed much from last year. Either. No, they didn't. They didn't. It's just they blended as a team, and that's what it is. Bojan Bogdanovic. It's another one. Joe Ingles. Great shooters. Australian. Great shooters. Those guys can shoot. And that's, look, if you can shoot well, like the Jazz are, if you can shoot well and you can defend, 
like the Jazz are, you're going to win. I think they also want redemption from last year, blowing a 3-1 lead. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell, personally, I take him as the best, over Jason Tatum, by the way. I the would take Donovan Mitchell over player Jason Tatum. in his draft class. I agree. Underrated. 100%. Underrated, too. 100%. Now, at two, I think this team could honestly take the number one seed. The Denver Nuggets. Okay. All right, they hot, are a little bit of hot take, but they it's warm, it's warm. they are on an eight game win streak, um, an eight game win streak in the Western Conference. They just Gordon got Gordon. Aaron Gordon, who was playing so well for them. He does everything. Okay, he is he plays you know power forward. He does everything. He does everything on the floor. He can assist. He rebounds. He does everything. It was just he's blending so well. There is so much chemistry there between all of them. Eight game win streak. One of the best coach teams in the NBA. I mean, they are just. I think they're so good. They could. They could totally take the one seed. Um, yeah. At three, I've got the Clippers. The Clippers. You know, nothing has really changed from last year. Kawhi, Paul, George. Um, they did get that addition of Rajon Rondo. Though. Yeah, they got they got Rondo, who um, I saw him play a couple of nights ago. Boogie. He, yeah, Boogie. Bo- if Boogie could come to his own, Boogie, Boogie would be buckets, really good. Yeah, yeah Boogie. Um, I saw Rondo play a couple of nights ago. He he was he was playing pretty well off the bench. Um, you know, lead that second unit, and they've got this guy Terrence Mann who gives him a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of depth. You know, he didn't get much playing time last didn't, year. Didn't didn't get any playing time last year. He, you know, it's unclear what'll get with you know that uh, Rondo Beverly backcourt off the bench, but. He he is a very good guard, plays good defense, shoots at high high clip, and um, it just shows you they've got depth. You know they lost Montrezl Harrell, but they still have a lot of depth. Zubac is playing well. They've got depth. They've got that star power, Kawhi and Paul George. They've got the defense. I think they'll be the three seed. At four, I've got the Phoenix Suns. Um, the Suns, you know, they're just a really well coached team. Monty Williams is a coach of the year candidate. Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, all great players. Um, they're blending really well, and they're just—they're kind. I mean, they're kind—they're kind of like the Jazz. They—they they just play really well. Everyone plays well at all areas, and they can. Uh, I think they'll continue to be successful. And then, so five, I have the Lakers. I think with Andre Drummond. And everyone healthy, the Lakers will be the best team, are the best team in the NBA. But I have them at five, just because I don't. I think it's going to be a while before everyone is back healthy and they're actually start really winning games. Mm-hmm. Because the, you got to think those top four teams, they have a lot of wins, and it's just like it's you know, there's not that much time left. I just think that the Lakers will end up being a little bit lower than everyone thinks, even though hopefully by the playoff time they can have everyone healthy. And I don't think they're going to rush Anthony Davis or LeBron back because why would they? Um, it doesn't really matter where they get to in the playoffs as long as they're in it. So I think that they'll be the five seed because just because of health things. Um, but if, if they can get their guys back healthy by the playoffs, best team in the NBA in my eyes. Six, I've got the Blazers. Damian Lillard. That's all you got to say, Damian Lillard. He's just he's just playing so well. Everyone else is playing well too. They got Nurkic back and his cancer off the bench now. CJ CJ's playing well. Everyone everyone on the team is playing well. It's the same old Blazers, a little bit better. Um, probably won't do anything in the in the crazy in the postseason. But Mello, yeah, Mello Mello's playing solid. Yeah. And then seven, I've got the Warriors. 
My Wizards last night took a <laughs> massive, massive W. Bradley Beal with a clutch four-point four point play um, to win the game. That was awesome if you guys haven't seen it. But the Warriors, I like the Warriors. Uh, Steph, you never bet against Steph. That's it. You don't. Oubre's playing well. You know, they got they still have Wiggins, Wiseman. I, I, Wiseman I like him. Draymond. Really Wiseman looked great against the Wizards. Um Although they couldn't defend Robin Lopez's hook shots. Robin Lopez, man. Robin Lopez. Robin Lopez scored 20 points purely off of hook shots. And every time Robin caught the ball, like, after, you know, he scored, like, whatever, 12 points, every time he caught the ball, it was just an instant double team. They doubled Robin Lopez on the catch. <laughs> That's crazy. Robin Lopez <laughs> on the crazy. catch. It was, it was hilarious. It was the best. I loved it. But Warriors are good. Mavericks. It's Luka. They're playing well at eight. Might be a little low. I don't know. I don't think they're better than any of the teams above them. Still very young. Uh, nine. I've got the Pelicans coming in. I've got the Pelicans coming in. They're out of it right now, but Zion, Brandon Ingram, they're playing so well. Zion, I love Zion. I'm a Duke fan. Um, and Zion, you know, he he's a rightful all-star. He is an absolute beast and a freak of nature. Rick Carlisle described him as a Shaq-like force. Um, so, I'm not betting against a Shaq-like force. And then, 10, I've got the Grizzlies. I guess they'll get in. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not that excited about the Grizzlies. Yeah. But I think they'll get in. And I've got the Warriors and Pelicans winning the play-in tournament. Okay. What do you got? I agree with the number one seed, the Jazz. You know, they've just been proving themselves. They want mm-hmm. redemption from last year. Um, very balanced shooters. They they average more made threes per game than some teams take attempt threes, hmm. which is insane wow. to me. Yeah, that's and crazy. Joe Ingles, Bojan, defense and Rudy Gobert, right? Uh, Donovan Mitchell. You know, I, I wouldn't bet against that. Number two, I have the Clippers. Hmm. They again, like they're they're like my bucks yeah. in the East. They're right. sneaky. Um, I haven't really seen a lot, uh, or they haven't really been in the recent news. I mean, there was the Kawhi poster on DeAndre right. a few days ago, but before mm-hmm. that, you know, not a lot of news. Um, Kawhi is uh, probably gonna resign um, this off season. Not that bad. Um, it's Kawhi. Right. PG. It's not. It's not a uh, playoff P. Whatever you call him, pandemic P. Yeah. George Paul. Whatever you want to call. Paul. <laughs> call him. Yeah, George Paul. Um, he he started off really well in the beginning of the season. Kind of died down a little bit. Was out for a little bit with the injury. Mm-hmm. Clippers second seed. Suns, my third seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, veteran experience with Chris Paul, debatably mm-hmm. top five point guard of all time in some people's yeah. eyes. Um, haven't won a ring yet. I personally want to see him win a ring. I, I would love to see Chris Paul win a ring. Uh, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. Um, you know, some people forget that he was the number one pick. He's, Ayton, yeah. Oh, uh, there's yeah. people in his draft class that were better. Um, yeah, Luca Trey Young, but you know, it's still a solid center. I, Very good. I don't, I don't want to compare him to to that draft class, yeah. but it's kind of like taking Akeem over Jordan. You can't be mad about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't be like he's still really good. He's exactly what the Suns expected from him. He's gonna get better, you know. So, 
Yeah. Uh, at four, I have the Nuggets. Too low. That's all I'm going to say. The Nuggets, I have four. I, I just... Eight game winch. I think they're really good. Eight game winch. I think they're really, really good. Um, with the addition of Aaron Gordon. Uh, snubbed of two dunk contests. Yeah, yeah. Should have um, won. Should have won both of them. Still very good. Jokic having an MVP year. We'll get into a little bit of that um, later in a later segment. Right. Nuggets at four again. Right. Hey, before you go on, the Nuggets are one game back from the Clippers, and they are two and a half games back from the Suns at number two. They're on an eight-game win streak. They haven't lost with Aaron Gordon. They just got Aaron Gordon back. <laughs> what? Like they're only they're I, only a I, few I games don't know. back. I mean, I might I might push them up a little and, bit. And you, at three at best. I don't think they're gonna beat the Jazz. I think the Suns I don't think and they're Clippers gonna beat the Jazz. Go I don't think they're gonna beat the Jazz. I agree. But um, yeah, <laughs> I like the Nuggets. All right, go on with the list. Okay. Um. I agree with you. Lakers at five. They're, I mean, they were what, top three, maybe two at one point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ever since LeBron and AD got injured, I don't think they're going to do much with Kuzma or uh, Schroeder and Andre Drummond being their top three. Um, still a good team. I agree with you that they're, they're, they're debatably the best team in the NBA mm-hmm. when everyone is healthy. Uh, right now, LeBron... Uh, out four to six weeks. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to bet against LeBron. We've seen that in recent uh, recent finals and playoff performances. Oh, yeah. Uh, six, Blazers. Damian Lillard, Dame time. CJ's playing, CJ's playing really well. Um, Yusuf Nurkic, in my eyes, overrated. Um, I mean... I don't think he's like an all-star, but he's solid. He's solid. I think he's above average... Um, he was coming back. I feel like he was a little bit hyped from back from injury. Yeah. Uh, mellow veteran mindset. He wants a ring. I, I personally don't think the Blazers are going to make it to the finals, but, um, I'd love to see Mello get a ring. Oh, I'd love to see it. Uh, Mello deserves one. Poor Mello. Seven Pelicans. Ooh. Um, Ooh. very young team. Zion, top five, most dominant player in the NBA. Easily. I have him at four, um, Definitely. behind LeBron, Curry, and... Joel, um, yesterday I saw them beat my Sixers. Very good young team. Brandon Ingram can score the the ball at will. Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. Eric Bledsoe didn't work out with the the Bucks, but he's been really good for the the Pelicans. Jackson Hayes, off the bench, a dominant force. Underrated. Steven, Steven Adams, one of those centers that. I wouldn't say he's above average. Just say he's he's good. He's, he's solid. solid. Very, Very solid, solid guy to have. You it, it, always always good to have a guy like that on your team. Under the Does radar a little bit, just because of Zion's there and Brennan Ingram's there. I have him at seven, eight. I have the Mavericks. Ooh, okay. I I like Luca. I, I like Kristaps, yeah. uh, but I don't. I don't really see him getting that far without. If Luca doesn't have a good game, they lose. Kristaps is always injured. Yep, he's always injured. Always injured. Um, they don't really have that much depth. You know, yeah, it's it's, it's right. the Mavericks. Um, I have nine. I have the Warriors. Okay, they haven't really been playing that great recently because, I mean, all they have is Curry, Draymond a little bit. He's been balling out. He's been 
I think I had a couple yeah. of triple doubles. Um, the bench is... I don't even need to speak about the bench. The bench is terrible. Um, Lee <laughs> couldn't make up his mind uh, against the Wizards and didn't yeah. know if you want to shoot or pass. He passed it. He passed it. Through the game. <laughs> it's Danny Avdia. <laughs> Clutch. Clutch. Ten. Go watch it. I have the Grizzlies. It's the Grizzlies. You know, nothing really that exciting. Jaw has been... Uh, having difficulty with injuries. Um, I believe he had a hip injury the other night. Um, started out with a lower leg injury at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Mm. It's the Grizzlies. Yeah. That's nothing yeah. really that exciting. Right. Besides jaw. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. We we made these lists. We, we did not make these lists together. We made them totally on our own. And I think we had... I don't think... I think we had the same teams. Different orders. But I think we had the mm-hmm. same teams for each yeah. conference. So, I, one thing that surprised me was... We didn't have the Raptors. Yeah, yeah, Toronto. Got to give a shout to Toronto. They still have Kyle Lowry. Didn't trade him. Got to give a shout to uh, San Antonio. It's Popovich. They're, <laughs> they're in it right now, but, Pop. but you know. I mean, I DeRozan's testing free agency next year, so. Right. The, you know, Pelicans are only a couple games back from them. And uh, my Wizards, there's hope. <laughs> there is hope. There is hope. All right, there's hope. Anyways, that was, that was a good segment. Um. Anything else to add before we, we move on I, to the season awards? I mean, I've said I, what I wanted to say. Um, yeah. Next, we'll be talking about our mid-season awards. Mm-hmm. This is MVP, DPOY, Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year, and Coach of the Year. It'll be great. See you there. All right, guys. Now we're getting into our final segment of the day, our mid-season awards. Let's start off with Coach of the Year. Garland, what you got? Coach of the Year. Um... I have three coaches. I'll start off with Tom Thibodeau. Probably not going to win. Not my favorite to win mm-hmm. it, but he's been he's been great for the the Knicks. Yeah. It's Tom Thibodeau, right? Like, who who would have known? Um, next, I have Doc Rivers. Um, great coach. Uh, good for the Clippers until the end um, last year. Yeah, uh, took the Sixers to the. First seed, now second seed, still top top right. two. I mean, he made Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid work together. I know, that's crazy. That no one thought that would happen. That is crazy. Um, finally, I have Quinn Snyder. Um, you know, the Jazz best record in the NBA. Can't really right. You know, argue with that, especially when uh, comparing them to last year. That that jump. Just insane. Honorable mention, Monty Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, only reason I don't have him uh, winning is just because the Jazz are better than the Suns. Uh, just goes by seeding. Right. So he's your winner, Quinn Snyder. I, uh, Quinn Snyder or Doc Rivers? I'm it's leaning close. towards Quinn. Yeah. Just best seed in the NBA. I mean, year's not over, but I have Quinn Snyder. Yeah, I mean, I've got, I've also got Quinn Snyder. It's, it's like the Jazz, their team didn't change, and they're the best team in the NBA. It's just like, like you know, Monty Williams definitely deserves a shout, but they got Chris Paul. The Jazz didn't really get much, you know, and their team is better than the Suns, and just everyone improved. The chemistry of the team, just everything is so good. Doc Rivers though is definitely a close second for me. Um, definitely a close second and Tibbs deserves a shout 
they're not even a 500 team right now. So it's like, the Knicks are solid, but it's not like they're... Mm-hmm. I mean, they wouldn't be a playoff team in the West. But No. <laughs> yeah, so it's oh. like, like I feel like if, if they were in the West, Tibbs would be like... They'd be like, all right, he's a solid coach, but he wouldn't be in the Coach of the Year nomination. So I think it's really a two-headed, two-man race with Quinn Snyder, Quinn Snyder and Doc Rivers. And I would give it to Quinn Snyder, but I can't, I can't argue. I can't really argue with Doc Rivers. Also a great choice. Six-man of the year. I think everyone has Jordan Clarkson yeah. because of what he does for the Jazz. I mean, Off the bench, he's... Yeah. For for such a balanced team that the Jazz have, it makes sense for them to have a six man like Jordan Clarkson, um, mm-hmm. and it's especially a team that doesn't. I mean, Jonathan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, both stars, but they don't have the star power of the Lakers, the Clippers, the Sixers, or the um, Nets. Um, but uh, so you really need everyone to contribute, and having a guy like Jordan Clarkson off the bench is is really really crucial, and they wouldn't be where they where they are without Jordan Clarkson. I agree. Next. I mean, I was thinking about this. It's, it's Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Lamelo after the season. Right. Doesn't really have a chance at all. Um, yeah. He was my favorite. He was everyone's favorite. He was I feel like he's going to be like a, a, a Zion of last year. Yes. Yeah. Besides that, that one dude who voted for him for Rookie of the Year. Right. Um, and then Zion this year is insane. I feel like Lamelo next year is gonna uh, progress and do even mm-hmm. better than this year. But right now, I was thinking. I see that you have Tyrese Halliburton. I, I have had Tyrese Anthony Edwards. I'm slowly leaning towards Halliburton just really? because of the seating. The the Timberwolves are terrible. I mean, that yeah. has to do some of it with the injuries of D'Lo and Anthony Towns. Yeah. I think overall, Anthony Edwards is a better player. Um, brings more of the spotlight onto the NBA. He's, you know, mm-hmm. dunking, three-point uh, shooting. It's just the the Kings are just a better team. You know, the Kings aren't a great team. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, I don't, not at all. They're, they're, they're not making just... the playoffs. But <laughs> you know, the reason I'm giving it to Halliburton is because look, Anthony Edwards is the more exciting player. I don't think anyone can deny that. We've all seen his dunks. The kid is the, he's a stud. I mean, he is really fun to watch. He's way more fun to watch than Halliburton. But Halliburton is, he's shooting, I think, 48% from the field, and uh, Anthony Edwards is like 37 or something like that. Um, Halliburton is a playmaker, all right? He gets a lot of assists. He's playing next to De'Aaron Fox, but he still he still does that, you know? He, he scores less, but, you know, he's, he shoots at a much higher clip. He's a much better shooter, you know? Anthony Edwards, he shoots some threes, but look... Again, back to the fantasy. I had him in fantasy for a little bit. The guy's the guy's percentages are horrible. Okay, <laughs> he is just not. His percentages are just horrible. Um, and Halliburton, he's got range. He can he can do everything. I think he just he just has the bigger impact on his team. With you know, he's not gonna he's not missing um, nearly as much. He's assisting. He's I I think he's just had the better season even though it's not the flashiest season and i i do think that we should give a shout out to yeah. like we did earlier deshaun tate he's really came out of Emmanuel quickly Emmanuel quickly two guys pretty much came out of nowhere i mean Emmanuel quickly was late first but deshaun tate came out of nowhere, came out of nowhere. um uh, speaking about the, the draft class while we're on it obi toppin i think he was picked way too high 
I think he got a lot of hype just because of his uh, the the powerhouse he brought to Dayton. Mm-hmm. Um, Denny, really solid player for the Wizards. Yeah. Uh, helped them. Great on defense. Yeah, he can't really shoot. No. Or play offense. I'm surprised. He's playing a lot, though. Getting a lot of minutes. We're not talking about James Wiseman. Um, again, one of those players that's rookies. Uh, that's really, really good. Not in the run. Um, I Just because, I mean, he was injured for a little bit. Didn't really have that shining... Uh, you know, spotlight above him, right? Um, like Anthony Halliburton did, or Lamelo, if he was still in the race. Mm-hmm. Um, still a really good player, though. Yeah. All right, moving on. Most improved player. You know, this is. Ooh, I kind of forgot about this one. There, there are so many options for this one. Uh, I mean, there are so many players that have just improved so much. I'm going to give it, I guess I'll give it to Julius Randle, just because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big Julius Randle fan. But Christian Wood, I mean, he was injured, but he's, oh, he, is, he just went from a nobody to something. I mean, Jeremy Grant, he is playing so well. They're just, the Jeremy Grant, really, I mean, he played well towards the end of the year, but, in, I mean, for the Pistons, he's their entire team. Not, the, not that the Pistons are good, but he's still <laughs> their entire team. Um, Julius Randle is also the he's number one guy in the totally Knicks. He's agree. a leader in that locker room. I mean, he's a power forward. He takes the ball up a lot. He can shoot. He's developed that shot. I mean, he's he to me is probably the most improved player. But Christian Wood, if you if you want to give it to a guy who was a nobody who became a big somebody, that's Christian Wood. Um, although he was injured um, for a little bit, Julius Randle probably my pick, just because the Knicks they deserve something as well. Yeah, they've They're, been going through so. Yeah, I mean, they're favorites to. Imagine your hopes were... If you're a Knicks fan, I'm sorry if you are, but <laughs> you were hoping to get Kyrie or KD. They both went right or Kawhi. next... Or Kawhi. Kyrie and KD both went right next to you to Brooklyn. Yep. Ho- next, you were hoping to get the number one pick <laughs> in Zion. Did yeah. not get that. Uh, I mean, you did get RJ, who's still really good. Solid. Solid, solid player. Um, yeah, if you're a Knicks fan... I mean, I'm 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 happy for Knicks fans this year. Um, some some hope. Mhm. Mhm. So you going you going Julius Randle? I am I am going Julius Randle. Jeremy Grant is. Uh, very close second. Very close, but very except, very close. I mean, very close. Um, Christian Wood at the beginning of the year, I would have had him. I would have definitely uh, just the injuries hit. Yeah. Uh, well. We can move on now. Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. I think I think Garland and I have some disagreement here. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a little bit of bias in mine, but still. Yeah. I have I have I have reasoning. There, there's this is a two man race, and I myself had a very very difficult time deciding. Uh, a very 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 difficult time deciding. I went with Gobert, and Garland, the Sixers fan, you could you could take it away. <laughs> I am I really like Gobert. Great defensive player. Um, I'm choosing Ben Simmons, though. Honorable mention of uh, Miles Turner. Still mm-hmm. really good. Except the only thing I have with Ben Simmons uh, weighing it all is that he can guard every position. He's a better perimeter defender, uh, which is... That's why I picked him. Uh, can guard extremely crafty point guards. Um, 
which go bear and Miles Turner can't. I mean, yes, they block almost every single shot, but like yeah. Ben gets steals, great perimeter defender, and gets blocked sometimes. He averages, Look, I don't know, like almost two steals per game. I can't, I can't argue with um, with the fact that Ben Simmons can be a perimeter defender. Um, that's why Giannis won it last year, and I, I think Giannis deserved it because mm-hmm. of that versatility. But Gobert, man, the Jazz are such a good defensive team. He gets three blocks a game. I'm looking at it right now. 13 rebounds a game. He's he's a much better uh, rebounder than Ben Simmons, which should be taken into account. Defensive rebound, that's big. All right, you're not getting an offensive rebound over Rudy Gobert. Good luck. Um, <laughs> three blocks a game, best rim protector in the NBA easily. Uh, and, you know... It's he's just he's just a presence when and that's what he's known for. When you're facing the Sixers, Ben Simmons is not a presence. When you're facing the Utah Jazz and you drive in, you're like, oh shoot, I'm driving in on Gobert. I can't do that. It's just he is that that's that's what he is. You know, it's he is just an absolute presence, and every team needs to game plan for him. When Ben Simmons is just really a lockdown defender, although he is more versatile, I will admit that. I think. Honestly, like, there's a little bit of bias in here because yeah. I'm a Sixers fan, but I want to see a change. Rico Bears, he deserved his past, yeah. rook, I mean, not rookie of the year, pardon, uh, defensive player of the year, but I don't know, I just want to see a change. Don't you think, though, that having a presence like that in the paint? I guess, but... Like, having, having just, you drive into the can, paint... Can he guard Kyrie? I, no, no, he can't. No, but <laughs> he just, can't. you drive into the paint... And you just like it, it's just like you feel the presence of Rico Bear. It's like it's like you feel Darth Vader, right? It's mm-hmm. it's the same thing. You feel Darth Vader's presence, but it's Rudy Gobert, and you can't drive on him. He just he changes the way Ben Simmons doesn't change the way that you play offense. Rudy Gobert does. Well, we'll see. Yeah, That's we'll what see. I'm say. We'll see. We'll see. Put that one on the board. Put that one on the board. We'll, I'll, I'll take that. We gotta, we gotta create something. Yeah, we'll, you know? we'll, we'll do something we'll, we'll with all our bets. We'll, we'll, next year. next episode, we'll, we'll we'll have all our bets. All right. Last, certainly not least, MVP. I think are we the same? I, I have Jokic. Uh, yeah, I also have Jokic. Just just because I would have Joel Embiid injured though. Um, no bias actually. Yeah, I was impressed. He uh he played phenomenal the before he got hurt. Um, second, I would have had Harden. Yeah, he's playing with KD and Kyrie. I mean, there KD was injured. Kyrie had that little birthday party vacation thing. Yeah, um, no, I think he was um, on a secret mission to find the edge of the earth. Yeah, All right. yeah, but the, the flat earth or something. I mean, on a Harden averaging well, well, they were gone. Thirty plus points, eleven assists. You know, six, seven rebounds. Yeah, I've uh, seen a little bit of. Vintage MVP Harden from the Rockets days. Um, last, I mean, Jokic been playing really well. LeBron, I mean, LeBron, LeBron's the best player in the NBA, but yeah, injuries as well. Injury, yeah, I mean, he's injured. He, but it's the, I mean, knowing LeBron, he'll never win it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Just even though he's, even though he plays debatably the best every single year. Yeah, he's not gonna win it. Um, he doesn't. He never plays enough games, though. He always sits out. Yeah, he got injured, and injuries came in this year. Right, Jokic is gonna win it because Harden's injured a little bit, which will make him miss games, and he missed games a little bit because he was traded, and in the Rockets when he was with the Rockets at the beginning of the year, he just didn't want to play. Um, <laughs> yeah. Joel Embiid missed 
I don't know, he, he might make 75% of games played if he plays throughout the rest right. of the season, but which Yo- is just not you know, yeah, caliber. Yeah, I mean, Jokic, Jokic will probably play all his games, and um, he just he's just does everything. We all watch him. He's just one of the best passers ever, and he's a center. Um, he can shoot. He's very skilled. I mean, you look at his you look at his physique and his athleticism, and you're like, I mean, he lost it, like like to like ten pounds or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but I mean, still, I mean, he's not like one of those big bodied, real muscular guys. But he is skilled. His footwork is really, really good. He can shoot and pass, he, he playmaking, can pass, playmaking. He's and he's a presence too. He is when when Jokic is on the floor, you've got to worry about him and. You know, you have to worry about all his teammates because he will find them. I was when thinking about they this don't even too, know that they don't even know that they're open. That because they're on the eight-game winning streak, they're going to go up in the seeding, which right. will just make his uh, MVP file just right bigger. Yeah, I I initially had uh, Embiid, you know, earlier in the season, just because the the Nuggets weren't that high in the uh, in in the um, standings but you know like i had before i I think they're gonna be number two seed and if they are Jokic is totally winning it Some i can tell you that mentions i had was uh damian lillard dame for sure playing well like dame time uh just too low of a seed personally um Giannis, I, Giannis has been underrated in my eyes like i said uh at the very beginning of this this show um, but he just came back off of uh, back-to-back MVPs, and they're not going to give it to him for the third time. Yeah. Plus, Yoke's just been playing better. Yeah. You know, one guy that just never gets mentioned, like I said before, Donovan Mitchell. Oh, yeah. All right? Yeah. Donovan Mitchell is the best player on the best team. That's what everyone's argument always is. Best player on the best team. Donovan Mitchell is the best player on the best team, and he does everything. You know, he's obviously he's not the sole reason for their success, but he is just playing well. He scores at will, um, and he deserves he's it. He's a scorer. I mean, we'll probably do our All NBA teams not on this show, but at some point. And mm-hmm. Don Mitchell. I mean, we'll we'll come will. back to our predictions when they're yeah uh, announced at the end of the season. Right. Yeah. We've we've got we've got him <laughs> in the final files. We'll we'll see how close we are. Um, not that much time left. We'll see. Like we'll we see. said, like, like we said last time, we'll see. We'll see. All right. I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed this first episode. It was great. We went over news and notes, playoff predictions, and the midseason awards. Yeah, I had a great time. Lots of good debate. Um. And I think this show is going to be great. I am, I'm looking forward to our future episodes. I, you know, we before we uh, started this, we were kind of I wouldn't say nervous, but yeah, a little bit, uh, I guess worried about how it might turn out. I think it turned out really well. Yeah, I think I think we were we were pretty natural. I think it was all pretty good. It took us about a couple hours to yeah. figure out all the... Yeah, the tech stuff. We yeah. we kept messing we kept messing up. But whatever. We figured it out now. The journey of the podcast. It's here. It's going to be good. Get excited. At the Painted Area on Instagram. At Painted Area on Twitter. Give us a follow. Give us some reviews. 
We'll talk to y'all later. Talk to y'all later.